pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM, presented by three presenters, one of which is me, Steve Curran. Hello, I am the second one, Simon Byron. And I am the third and final one, Anne Scantlebury. The final one? Yeah. You're a final form. Interesting. This is this horror in front of me? Uh, well, we were nearly very late on, <laughs> uh, on the show. We Simon started going, 30 seconds, we're on in 30 seconds, because uh, we were upstairs just playing... Playing just, games. We were doing some admin. Don't touch it. No, I've got bottle juice Don't on touch it. No, it. I was just trying to explain what the no, smears on the yeah, screen oh. were on Anne's grey switch. Uh, you were playing Pete Cross. Yeah, makes me Pete Cross, yo. I was playing Judge. Javidge. Stee was writing us both out of Marioki history. Just slowly removing yeah. all reference to both of you. No, it wasn't. I wasn't. I was adding references to you. <laughs> I was crediting a song that you didn't write well, to you. Go. I'm happy with that. Good. Uh, how are we all doing then? Uh, I'm good. How are you doing? I went to Sweden. Yes, you did. I did. What was that about? Uh, we were doing Marioki last Friday. Wait, we weren't? Well, no, because we had to send your body doubles because yeah. you weren't available. Um, Who was mine? Yours uh, was my friend Tom, and yours was our friend James. Good. Yep. Who he's, wins out of that? He's my only approved body double, okay. so... Yeah, so. Uh, but it went well. It was really, really good. Also did my talk and presented the Sweden Game Awards. Should we talk more about that later? Yeah, why not? Uh, what were you doing instead of being in Sweden then, Anne? I don't really... Oh, I, I do know, actually. I went to see a drag show. It was very good. Good. Um, and then I took my sister out for her 40th birthday. I went to Blackpool the weekend. Are we playing Top Trumps? Uh, well, I, I'm not sure where Blackpool <laughs> would uh, compare. I mean, I do love Blackpool. I think yeah. it's brilliant up there. Why'd you go to Blackpool? There for Nickelodeon Slime Fest. Yay! Uh, which is great. She was up there. Kate was, uh, she was in charge of the comms. So we got very well looked after in the VIP room. 
uh, Dexter met his first YouTuber. Ooh. Ethan Gamer TV hung out with him. Wow. He also said something something to a, a child um, that uh, I've never heard come out of another child's lips, which was um, uh, uh, there was a there was a magician up there, and uh, Dexter and Ethan Gamer TV were being entertained by the magician. Does and Ethan Gamer TV insist on being addressed as Ethan Gamer? He doesn't TV? actually. No, just call him Ethan. I was putting him into context. Okay, just checking. And then a girl walked up, and Dexter said, "Were you on Britain's Got Talent?" <laughs> <laughs> And she was. She had she? been. She had been, yes. Oh, uh, well done, Dexter. Yes, yeah, so um, he had his, and his, his first posed uh, picture, like, with a celebrity, and it was with, it was with Ethan. He said it was the best day of his life. Oh, different, Honestly, it's different world, isn't it? it different is. world. Wow. Who's okay. your favourite YouTuber? Uh, Mike Channel. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good. Is Little, he a YouTuber? Yeah, yeah. Does he count as? Yeah, they got, they got two million YouTubers. I was hanging out with his wife the other day. Right. And uh, we were discussing some of the things that go down when you're married to a YouTuber. Right, right, okay. Mm. Last time I saw him, he, I was trying to catch his attention just, just as a friendly hi, and he was stood in the meet and greet section of uh, EGX. <laughs> and you <laughs> had my channel. You hadn't paid to meet or greet him, so exactly. he didn't. No. He was like, no, Simon, if yeah. I wave at you, it'll be, it'll be, I don't know. How much do they charge for those? Well, I don't know. Did we make Mike channel? Let's say yes. I think we did. Yeah. Two million subscribers wouldn't have happened without us. Time for the news. It's 7.04 on Monday the 23rd of October. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Sony will release games on the Nintendo Switch. Sony Music Entertainment in Japan has announced a new publishing label, Unties, which will publish games on PS4, PSVR, PC and Shock Horror, the Switch. The first game announced for release on Nintendo's console is Tiny Metal, a tactical battler. The name Unties come from the, comes from the idea of unleashing the excellent talents of unique game creators all over the world and setting creators free from the various shackles of game publishing. Right on. What shackles are those, Simon? Uh, I don't know. That seems like a very, you know, it's like when people say we're not a publisher, we're a label. It's just a way of mm. repackaging what you're doing, I guess. But this is interesting, isn't it? And Tiny Metal does look very good. What uh, looks good about it? I haven't seen it. Well, it's so there are two Advance Wars games oh. coming out on Switch. There's I'm War in. Thunder, uh, which is the um, 8-bit or oh, 16-bit looking medieval one, right? Okay. Whatever. Uh, Tiny Metal, Unreal Engine, um, yeah, looks uh, looks really good. Mm. Um, so this is another game that's coming out in November, which you, I'll be buying. Yeah, you were saying uh, before the show, when we were doing any other business, that, uh, that November is looking like a nightmare for games. November starts in October okay, uh, with Mario Odyssey out on Friday. Then, this Friday, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. in November you've got uh, Skyrim, L.A. Noire, Resident Evil, Tiny Metal, um, and others. <laughs> and all these out on the Switch? On the, the Switch. I have to call it the Switch. I can't just call it Switch. It sounds weird. Okay. Just call it Switch. The Switch console yeah. from Nintendo. Play it your way. Yeah. Um, wow, so, cool. yeah, no, it, is, it is interesting that, uh, that Sony is doing this. But good, I think. So is this Sony yeah. or Sony Music? Yeah, it's uh, so it is Sony, but it's not this. It's not uh, Sony. It's not S I E Interactive Entertainment. It's S M E. Okay, not Sony. Because when I was at Sony, Sony Music and Sony uh, Europe uh, were very, very separate companies. I think they might even be 
Rivals. Rivals. <laughs> <laughs> Silly, oh, you know, good. weren't allowed to use their cafeteria. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, they were, you know, they were very separate. You'd have to... So, uh, hmm, I don't know. I, I don't know how big a deal this is. Well, it's As made our I, news. Yeah, number one, True. Steve. It's a... It's a very big deal. True, it's a very, very big deal. Can we expect other Sony properties on the Switch? Yep. Like what? <laughs> All of them, I reckon. Okay. Well, you know, everything starts with a trickle and then it, it turns into this a flood. Is a, this is a trickle, so yeah. we can expect a... Well, t- tell, me, tell me some things you'd like... Things start on the Switch, yeah. where you have to use your Switch as a microphone. Right. Um, Switch star. Yeah, Switch star. Actually, that's quite good. Do you think? Um, do you think Uncharted's coming to Switch? Yeah, definitely. It'd be <laughs> handy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Literally handy. <Yeah. laughs> it would be handy. They should do that. Crazy of them not to, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Why? Why hasn't Sony thought about a portable console in the past? EA has shut Visceral Games, the studio behind Dead Space, Battlefield Hardline and an untitled Star Wars game. Not much has been announced about the story-focused game, but big names like Jade Raymond, Amy Hennig and Kim Swift were attached to it. The game will continue in production at EA Worldwide Studios, led by EA Vancouver, and will shift focus from a linear game to something broader. Following player testing and marketplace reviews, EA has said of the production, we're shifting the game to be a broader experience that allows for more variety and player agency. Hmm, interesting. What does that mean? More variety in player agency. More loot boxes. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It means sort of multiplayer modes. Yeah. Um, microtransactions. Chance to, I don't know, give them Double more XP money. weekend. Yeah, that sort of stuff, isn't it? This, uh, this has been announced as the death of the single player game I've seen in some, yeah. some outlets. What do you think, Simon? Well, it's not a death of clickbait, is it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not the death of single player. Um, it's it's it feels like a shame uh, because this out of uh, yeah creating an original Star Wars adventure that we've not had since the Knights of the Old Republic, mm. um, and a lot of really strong creative voices on that project as well. Yes, mm. so it feels like a shame. But you but you never truly know what's going on mm. when you're peering from the outside in, and and who knows, you know. Also, didn't it start production like? hundred years ago. 2013, and they're now saying it's not going to come out probably until 2019. Children have been born and grown up in that time. Right. Grown so up to, to how old? Six old. Six old. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that they is true. They don't know what a Star Wars is, do they? No. Um, but yeah, it, 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 feel, it feels like a shame uh, that we won't get to enjoy that story as it was going to be told but yeah as i say you you don't know what was going on uh, ea mm. will have had their their reasons people can disagree with those obviously is that the kind of thing where you'd really like to get in there and see some of the uh, original files and like route through the yeah. c drive well it will it will the story will come out in in a decade in a gdc talk in a, yeah, yeah it will because <laughs> uh, these stories always do when ndas expire or at least people stop fearing them uh, the, the truth will out. I, I suspect it. It is probably a mix of the, uh, you know, the financial rewards from single player games. There've been a lot of high profile ones that haven't uh, done as well as people hoped they would. And I, yeah, I, I think that it could be that there are problems behind the scenes that we're not aware of as well. It's a big old team as well. Did you yeah. see the team photo of them standing on the steps? No, I they took up it. three stories. Wow. Three what? stories of people. That's loads of loads I think of it was stories. Three. It was about that. Well, 
obviously, good luck to all of them. They've yeah. got quite a pedigree, haven't they? What What are the the games that you mentioned? Uh, they were Dead Space and Battlefield Hardline. Uh, they said that they're trying to obviously shift them around into different. They did uh, say that, yeah. Areas. So stick them on Battlefront too. That's Star Wars. <laughs> No, no, wrong one. No. Wrong one. This is the peril of doing one CD operation. Here we go. Activision has modified a scene showing a threat of sexual violence in Call of Duty World World War Two in Australia. Without spoiling anything, in one scene you see and hear the start of a sexual assault. This prompted the Australian Classification Board to rate the game as 18 plus with a consumer advice notice on the inclusion of the threat of sexual violence. The game has been resubmitted with some modifications and the advisory note was removed. The publisher hasn't confirmed if the scene will be altered in other territories too. Sorry, what was the game? I was distracted by something on the computer then. <laughs> Call of Duty World oh, War II. My crikey. Yeah. When's just... that out? That must be uh, one of those big releases that's going to flatten everything. And it it is, you know. It's out soon. It's out It's out next uh, next week or the, or the week what, after. Odyssey Plus One. Yeah. 3rd yeah. of November. Yeah, cause, so that is Odyssey yeah, Plus next One, Friday. isn't it? Yeah. So I've seen, a, I've seen a lot Friday, of adverts sorry. in my sort of various social media feeds for it. What does it look like? Um, it looks like... Well, actually, I haven't seen the game. I've just seen the sort of preamble to the game with men running... What, the, one of the adverts I saw this morning, which was Facebook, got to put the team back together uh, right, type mate, thing. Yeah. Are we going to do that? Uh, well, I, well, we've never had a team before, you <laughs> see, so it'd be a bit weird. We could put the no, team... up for it if you are. Really? No, not no, at all. Not never. At all. Absolutely right. not. 100% not. It's uh, World War Two, isn't it? They're going back to, back to that old chestnut. Right. one. Uh, again, I wasn't paying close, and I will explain why uh, what I was distracted <laughs> by shortly. Good. But um, I wasn't paying co- close attention. But do we think this was deliberate or not? Like in the way that they do like uh, to cause controversy, don't they? Well, I, don't I mean, no if, Russian. If if the, this is a thing to cause controversy, firstly, you've used like a sexual assault as a byplot in a story, which is number one strike off my list. And secondly, if they then use it as a PR stunt, well, get out of the room because right. I am not a fan. Mm. Okay, like, so, it's, so it's minimum not on your like, not on your list. Yeah, I mean, just using using violence, uh, sexual violence as a, a sort of like plot device to like increase the, your understanding or how you play with the main character. Um, it's just really lazy and offensive and boring and more words i'm just really angry about it i think it's likely that they were trying to use it to be edgy i imagine to be uh, to make a franchise which is often uh, portrayed as just for you know teenagers swearing at each other to try and make it more intellectually interesting uh, I think it'd be very, very dangerous to use that sort of thing as a marketing. Style. Yeah, I do too as well. But yeah, like, like I say, I wasn't really paying attention, so I just wanted some clarity. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> the Chinese room's Jessica Curry is back on Classic FM playing video game music this November. High score, which is a joke I didn't immediately get, will ask for requests for the first and final episode. The rest of the episodes will have music on the themes of depictions of love, quests, spoken and sung voices, and uh, spoken and sung voices in games, and the best video game music of 2017. The six-hour-long episodes will run on Saturdays from November the 4th and to December the 9th. This news is music to our ears. So I was so excited about that end bit. Okay, do you think anybody will get that joke? (laughs) I mean, I hope so. It is quite, like, it's not a difficult joke to get the name, but initially I was like, 
that's weird. <laughs> no, wait a minute. That's clever. It's big business, isn't it? Uh, video game music and the performance of such. Seems to be. I mean, it's great news that uh, Jessica's back uh, presenting. Um, mm. Yeah, it shows that the first uh, series went down well. So, yeah, really, really good news. And it, it feels like there are loads more concerts going on yeah, all the time. Say, yeah. Have you ever been to one? I went to the uh, Prague Philharmonic Orchestra in, I think I think it was for Prague, that were playing in Leipzig at uh, uh, an early games com. And I originally went as one of those things that I was invited, and I was like, oh, this sounds awful. I'll go and do what I did when I was invited to go and see um, We Will Rock You, which is <laughs> leg it at the interval. Uh, <laughs> I walked out at the interval, walked to my seat, carried on walking and out the emergency <laughs> exit. Honestly, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. But um, yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, really, 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 really enjoyed it it was uh yeah seeing things like the mario theme the uh metal gear solid theme monkey island brought to life yeah it was absolutely fantastic i saw a video game band in hovda oh yeah hovda what were they doing what were they playing uh, they were called critical hit so they are called critical hit should we ask Anne whether she gets that joke but i think it's just i don't think there's anything more to it well, what, what are the... What oh, is wait, the I two? get it! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, and they played uh, they played a cover of the Pokemon theme. Okay. And they played a cover of the Tetris music. Got that. I think they played Mario as well. Okay. Those were the three songs I saw them do. Right. That was fun. Hmm. It was fun. How many were in Critical Hit? Ooh, good question. I think there were six of them. Why do you ask? I, I, yeah, I just wanted yes, because uh, the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra had loads. loads, loads yeah, so loads, yours was so better. So I think I win. Yeah, of course you do. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. Anne, have you ever seen any video game music live? Never. No. Would you? Would you like to go? See no, it? didn't we? We've seen um, chiptune music live. That's it. That's no, no orchestras. No real music. No. What? Wait. You're saying it's not real music. Chip tune music. I'm just trolling you. I know, no, so it's fine. It's and our listeners, fun. where we no, play chip, we often play chip tune. This is right rubbish this evening. <laughs> would you like to? Would you like to go and see? I would actually. I saw um, an orchestra play along with uh, the Wizard of Oz doing the soundtrack live, and mm. that was excellent. So this would be very good. Which game would you like to go and see soundtrack live? Picross. Picross just sort of definitely. play some nice music. Uh, yeah, right? if I could just get an orchestra, like even a, a string quartet. In my living room would be great whilst I finish this um, game off. And finally, PlayStation is making like Santa and getting Christmas started with a tour around the UK. Between October the 25th and December the 19th, PlayStation's Live the Game sleigh ride will be stopping in Cardiff, Reading, Newcastle, Birmingham, Southampton, Milton Keynes, Manchester, London, Glasgow and Nottingham. Sony Claus is using the tour to show off PSVR games like Real Driving Simulator, Super Hot VR and Moss and non-VR games like FIFA 18 and Knowledge is Power. They'll probably be trying to get you to buy the new PS. SVR starter pack, which will cost three four nine nine nine. I exactly Santa's budget for good boys and girls. Live the game. Yeah, and it's really confused me because I was like, when I first read it, I was like, live the game. No way, <laughs> that's not correct. Live the game. Maybe, maybe they're being clever because it's all live, isn't it? Yeah, live the game. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Are you going to go? No. Why You've not? got one, haven't you? Yeah, got one. Got Done a PS4, got a, got a PS4. Early adopter, you haven't, you haven't got all the games that are they're showing off, Yeah, but you, you can just order them online. Don't need to see what, them. What, with the Marioki budget? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see. All right. Just order it in. Fair enough. Um, why are they doing this, then, if they can't get you? Uh, because they want to get other people. I think VR is, like, one of those things. The more games that are out, um, the more likely you're going to get people to invest in the hardware. Because it is, like, quite a lot of money... 
um, as outlay. And if you don't have heaps of games, you don't have anything that, that people are genuinely excited about as games, then... People are not really going so to go out their way PSVR was out last Christmas, was it? Last October it came out. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, a Christmas gift and presumably it had a bit of a spike then. Did it sell out? It, um, it was Did difficult it to get hold of, mm-hmm. that's for sure. And then they said that there, was, uh, that there were um, around a million in the channel, as they call it. Right, OK. Um, Do you think, uh, you think it'll make any dent on this year's Christmas must-have toys? Or are we done with VR now? I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I've not unpacked mine for mm. for a while. Um, Me neither. I right. saw. I saw the dust on yours. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's nothing new coming out that captures your attention? We talked about Nico Etsume, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I care about. Um, yeah, in life. I mean, in life, just in general. What is Moss VR? Is it just watching Moss grow? No. Yes. Imagine... Do it. Oh, it's like living inside a storybook, says Polygon. That oh, sounds nice. Yeah, okay, right, you good. in? Um, yeah, sure, I'm in on that one. <laughs> um, it's only 63 days until Christmas now, so... What? Yep. Wow. 60, 63 shopping days. No, actual days. real days. Real days. Mind you, what day isn't a shopping day exactly. these days? Exactly. Uh, this country. Right, are we done? We are done. Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scamford. Listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, we are One Life Left. We are Britain's favourite video game radio show, as far as we know. Exactly. Let's if not you, ask. If you know different, don't keep it to yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. Uh, we are uh, going to do reviews later in the show. Very, very excited about that. Have you got games to review, you guys? Of Can't course. Say. Can't of say. course. Can't say. Ah, okay. Uh, and we'll be doing. Uh, letters as well after this next segment of the show which Simon has been busy lining up been busy lining up Uh, the reason I was distracted by the way uh, so last uh, week we were scheduled to have a studio guest uh, Louis Schaefer and his son yeah they let us down didn't they yeah what do you do when someone lets you down you call Charles Cecil don't you that's a a simple one rule in life 
that's, that's, that's how we how we live ours. Uh, and it was great, wasn't it? He wasn't here. A great impromptu guest. Oh, he had stories. Doesn't he? Now I use I I, I try and stay logged out of Skype. Uh, generally, because just people think that it's okay to bother me during the day. In fact, now that I'm currently li- logged in just for the show, I can see somebody is bothering me. <laughs> uh, Hi, are you there? Is uh, the message. I'm going to ignore that and close Skype down at the end of this uh, interview. But anyway, so I've logged back on. The first time logged back on, uh, logged on since we spoke to Charles. Um, and at the conclusion of the interview last time, I emailed him at uh, 7.39. He did go on, didn't he? Uh, I said, amazing, exclamation mark. Thanks, exclamation mark. And then I've just seen his response. And he says, pleasure, but you are very naughty. Two glasses of wine down, and I rambled like a... And, and then he's used a word, <laughs> which I don't understand, and I'm not sure if it's offensive or not, so I'm not going to read it out, because you just don't know with Charles, do you? Is that offensive? Oh, I, <laughs> I just wouldn't... No, oh, I'm not going to risk it. Is it a typo? I don't, I don't know. know. But that's what he rambled like. Wow. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've logged on to Skype, because we don't have a studio guest... Uh, this evening, but we do have a Skype one. Hello, Jan. How are you? Oh, hey, I'm fine. How about you? <laughs> very, very well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. You're from, uh, are you in uh, Warsaw? Uh, nope, uh, I'm from Belarus. Oh, okay, Belarus, of course it is. Yes, sorry. Uh, thank you for joining us. You're, call- uh, yeah. you're from Weappy Studios. Um, tell us a little bit about the studio. Uh, well, uh, we have uh, 15 uh, people in there, and uh, uh, we have made a game that is called This is the Police. This is the Police. Now, I remember it came out originally yep. on uh, it came out on PC. Was it, was it last year? Uh, yes, it was on the 2nd of August. Okay. And it was uh, something approximately a year ago, yes. And then uh, it had a release on uh, PS4 and Xbox One. And tomorrow we are releasing on Nintendo Switch. Fantastic. So um, the reason I remember it, it had quite stark artwork. And it was um, one of these games that uh, appeared to be from a genre... Uh, I guess which was um, pioneered, started by Papers, Please, uh, but one in which uh, you have to make some serious choices and live with the consequences. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, we share the idea not only in the artwork, but uh, in the uh, main uh, course of a game. So it is, it is a story where you uh, have to make some some tough choices and there is no right uh, answer uh well and uh, if uh, anyone doesn't know about uh, our game uh, this is uh, where you are put in the shoes of uh, a police chief that uh, has to retire uh, soon and he has uh, 180 days before he's going to retire to earn half a million dollars right where did the idea so he, for this come from yes. the, the idea that a police uh, a uh, police commissioner has to earn a hundred uh, has to earn so much money uh, within 180 days uh well actually uh, this question is um, asked uh, throughout the game by different people um and uh, there is no right answer i guess it's just uh, a number that uh, 
came up in the head. So uh, the main hero, he just goes along with it. What was the so, so? What was the inspiration behind the game? Then is this was this your, your your first title? Was it a game that you that you always wanted to make, or did it come out of a game jam or something? Uh, well, our studio lead uh, Ilya, uh, he wanted to make a game that uh, no one did because you know there is. Uh, uh, an oversaturation of uh, different stuff of uh, survival genre of uh, 3D actions and so on and so forth and uh, everyone wants to make uh, something that is uh, that is similar and uh, well you, you, you have to uh, look at something that uh, you haven't done yet so there were no police games, and uh, this is it. Okay. Why, why not making a game about it? What was the uh, reaction to the game when it first came out on PC? Was it was it uh, was it easy to get attention? Was it difficult? Uh, well, it was kind of uh, easy, and uh, we had a very warm reception from uh, our users. So. No problems at all. I think I think we we had some some issues with the mainstream press. Okay, but what? But um, I mean, from where I, I it was one of those games that I spotted straight away, um, and so yeah, it was um, it was clearly uh, well. The impression that I get is that it had a successful launch. Is is, is that that's true on PC? Uh, Yes, the launch was uh, successful numbers-wise. We aimed at uh, one uh, number of, uh, well, uh, sales, and uh, we get five times bigger than that. Yes. Wow, fantastic. So so I consider this a success. Um, so once the PC version was out and uh, up and running, people were talking about it. Was it was it always going to go to console, or were you seeing how it did on PC first? Uh, I think we we had uh, consoles uh, in mind uh, throughout the development, and it was uh, it was easy to port on uh, PS4, on Xbox One, and Switch, especially the Switch. Okay. Uh, well, the the guys there they did a stellar work at providing any any help, so it, it was super easy. What was the uh, reaction to the game when it uh, when it came out on PS4 on Xbox? Were they were, were they a different audience? Was there a different reception to it, or was it equally successful? Uh, I think it was equally successful, and uh, we made a really fun trailer uh, uh, for PS4 version. You may look it up. Well, uh, it was really good. Okay, and yeah. uh, and then um, Switch uh, was was it a game that was always intended to to go onto Nintendo's console? Um, well, we uh, since we knew about the Switch, since we discovered this console, uh, we just really wanted to have a game on it. So I I, I think uh, well, yes. Yes, we we really wanted it and we did it. 
Brilliant. So it's out tomorrow. Uh, this is your obviously being your first game. It's your first game out on Switch. But do you um, what if you had a number? And obviously don't uh, um, don't mention it. But um, going by everything that we've been hearing about the success of the Switch, do you expect it to be even more successful tomorrow when it comes out, or uh, or um, along similar lines to other formats? Uh, I really hope that uh, it will be even more successful uh, than uh, PS4 and Xbox release because we we bet on Switch and we hope the Switch uh, will be successful as well and it is successful as of now. Oh, d- definitely. Yeah. So I think we're doing everything right. Yes. Okay, great. And then, are there, are there any other formats planned for it? Are you thinking of of, of mobile after Switch, or going to see how this goes? Uh, could you please repeat the question? So, once the Switch version is out tomorrow, are you are you um, is 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 that going to be it for you? And this is the police, or are you going to be looking at putting uh, on any other formats? Uh, well, we have uh, something in mind, uh, but uh, we won't tell about it <laughs> yet. <laughs> Go on. Oh, no. We're not going to get it out of you, are we? No. So that's... Uh, yep. uh, <laughs> That's um, that's with spe- uh, that's specifically about this is the the this, this is the police is it or um, are you are you going to start thinking about a, a complete new game or or are we not going to get anything from you? Oh no, not at all. But uh, yes, uh, this is connected with the original game. Okay, cool. Well, I'm very excited to play. You know, I um, it's a game that I that I do own. It's in my Steam list. Um, I'm one of those people that wishlisted it when it came out, and then um, I got it as part of the humble humble monthly bundle um, a few months ago. Still haven't found time to play it properly, but very excited about. Uh, <laughs> being able to play it on the switch so and I, th- I think i think that's the case for many indie games at the moment is that they seem to be finding uh new new life on the uh console so uh very best of luck with it all right um yeah we look forward to uh, yeah seeing it on the store and uh yeah do stay in touch and let us know when you're able to start talking about what's happening next won't you okay Brilliant. Thanks ever so much for, for taking the time to speak to us. I know that uh, it's a couple of hours ahead over there, so uh, you're, you're now free to enjoy your evening. Thank you very much, Jan. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Listening to One Life Left in Residence 104. 
104.4 FM. This is Venom. Uh, it's called My Haunted Ass. <laughs> I'm sorry? Because it's Halloween, isn't it? Spooky week. Is that this week or next, next week? It's next week. next week. We've got another show Come on, now on Halloween. Steve. Although you're not here, though, are you? Are you here uh, next week? Not here next week. No, so you're I mean, why not? Finland. What are you doing? Finland, Finland visiting a uh, game development studio. Huh. Th- that's what you do these days, is that you tour... They're there now painting the grass green for you, are they? (laughs) Steve's coming. They are. Um, I'm going over to uh, Helsinki to do one of my talks uh, for a studio who have asked me to do that, so... That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Although sometimes he does just go over and do his talks to the studios. They, yeah. <laughs> they haven't even asked. I do. All right, you're listening to One Life Left. It's 25 to 8. That's the time. And it is time for some... Letters. Letters. I'm going to say... I'm going to burn two CDs for next weekend. Yeah, Don't you worry about no, that. I, that seems sensible. Flying with just one seems risky, doesn't it? It does seem risky. Seems, seems like it's not going to go very smooth. No. It's is, fortunate, isn't it, that I'm editing the podcast this week? <laughs> yes. Good. Uh, in which case, you won't know what we've been talking about. Um, yeah, we also didn't have a guest for next week yet. Uh, I tried to get Alex Fleetwood on, but he's, get, he's elsewhere. Get a good one. He's in Helsinki with me. Is he now? No. Robert Wells writes, Hello team, hello SSG. This week I completed a game. Actually, 100% completed all collectibles, all achievements. It was only the Stranger Things mobile game. Satisfying, 7 out of 10, he adds. Uh, but it took me back to having the time to take games apart. When did you last exhaust a game? What was your favourite game to complete? Pip Pip Robert. I am exhausted a game. I well, I, yeah. I mentioned that on the show, I think, uh, Fidel Dungeon Rescue, that I hit 100% in it, and I felt a genuine sense of loss. Like, I have nothing left to do in that game, and I was loving it so much. There's, it's done for me. Uh, so, yeah, that would be for me. I, I suggest I, I'm heading that way with the Picross title that I downloaded last week mm. as well. It's really, really good. I so rarely complete games. I will walk away from anything. If I'm like, you're boring, I'll walk away and start something new. Goodbye. Is that considered 100%ing it, Steve? Because I, I think the, the thing here is like, well, because... Like, what, walking know, away? No, uh, in terms of you and the Picross game, because you have just finished all the puzzles. And I think the uh, the question is, is that often you, you can get to the end of like um, GTA or Tomb Raider and it'll say you've done, you actually you see the credits, you've done 67% of the game. For sure. So in Picross, you're just given a puzzle. Puzzle, yeah. And once the puzzle is done, that's pretty much it. There's I mean, no other hidden extras. There's no 900 Kurok seeds. Not in the version that I'm shrines. playing, no. Um, Fidel, there were hidden extras, but that was a thing that I absolutely milked and got all of those as well. I actually um, bought Dexter, um, the piggyback Legend of Zelda strategy guide, uh, okay. which, which arrived this morning. It's been out of print for a while to help him 100% it. And also to stop him from asking dad uh how do you do this shrine I'm like like I'm, I'm usually driving or something like that. I, I, I don't know it was ages ago that okay. i played oh dad you don't remember anything um so yeah i'm gonna hand that to him and then hopefully he's like do that 100 percent it there we go i don't think i ever have 100 percent of the game good fyi uh, dear team and SSG, I moved recently and got a new job. Hooray! So while I haven't got the TV set up just yet, I've been playing uh, with the geese in Golf Story, as well as keeping up with Anne by playing Picross S. 
which is surprisingly difficult sometimes if you turn off all the hints. Don't do it. <laughs> anyway, I was looking at the last uh, latest games in a shop the other day and realised that things are starting to get quite out of hand. Do I buy the full game, by which I mean the standard box on the shelf, or do I need to start thinking about the silver edition for €80 Euros, or the gold edition for over €100? Euros? Frankly, it makes me shy away from that sort of game full stop because I don't want to spend over 100 quid on a game, but I also don't want to miss out on the whole experience. So I will just leave it until I can get everything on sale. What do you think about all these different packaged versions of games and the controversial loot box that seems to inevitably accompany such big releases now? Love and kisses, Chris Stewart. I 100% agree that offering like different tiers of games where the top tier is very expensive and gives me something I will never get puts me off buying the game entirely. Uh, there are occasions when that has happened and I'm just like, oh, I can't, I'll be so stressed that I won't have such and such a thing, the season pass or something unlocked. And then with the season pass on top, it's like 70 quid. Right, I'm out. You... Hi. By season passes all the time, don't uh, well, you? Well, by all the time you mean twice. Well, right. actually once, because uh, Battlefront 2 doesn't come with a season pass. Um, yeah, it, it, so the most obvious ones are the sports games at the moment, aren't they? Mm. So both FIFA and NBA have come with premium editions, which give you um, a head start in terms of the packs that people uh, play with that are not players, um, and give you a head start in terms of virtual currency and stuff. And those games, in, and actually Battlefront is offering a deluxe edition where you get to play the game three days early, and imagine that. Um, but you also start with additional traits and star cards that you will be able to unlock in-game. So um, it's not as if they are withholding content, they're giving you a head start. And so, you know, I think for that reason... It's literally pay to win. Well, it's... It, it's, it's, it's it's paid to have someone else play the game for you, essentially, isn't it? Because you could do it. It's going to take you 10 hours to yeah, get but, there. Yeah, it's, it's paid to start ahead of seven, everyone else. Yeah, or, or, or be better. I mean, you, you know, N NBA is, is yeah. literally a grind. I've, I've been playing it during the show sometimes. But um, <laughs> And actually, uh, if the virtual currency was, was uh, realistic, I would consider upgrading my character because he's terrible he's terrible for the raptors um he's only got a 69 uh, total um rating and nice. um so yeah but you know that's that's people's choice isn't it um my biggest problem with them um for someone who works in the business of publishing games is that these games uh, take up so much space on the digital storefronts so they all have finite a, 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 mm. a, a, a set window you got four versions of fifa Three NBA and stuff like that. Where, where's room for indie games to shine? So yeah, um, that's my beef with them. Dear team and SSG, writes Chris Conroy, we're fast approaching the spookiest day of the year. Many of us choose to join in the celebrations by scaring ourselves via the medium of video games. Apart from the obvious ones that are designed to be unsettling, I didn't last long in Silent Hill. Or do you say fear or F-E-A-R? You say fear. Do you? Yeah. Well, then they shouldn't have the... Uh, it's for trademark reasons, isn't it? You can't call the game fear, but you can call it um, right? whatever the acronym is, yeah. How interesting. Yeah. All right, Silent Hill or F-E-A-R, before Tyra quitting, the first Half-Life had so many jump scares and was so immersive that I had to play it drunk to get through the first hour or so. What are your scary, spooky or disturbing gaming experiences? Ooh. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> I can't play them anymore, I don't think. Um... Yeah, I I don't uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the older you get, the the the, 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 
the more nervous you become. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't know. I, I used to really enjoy the Resident Evil games, but now, yeah, like, and it, yeah, and actually the last one that I played was just so off-putting. I think, yeah, was that the VR? It was, VR? yeah. But I'm not even going to play that in Normo Vision. <laughs> Uh, in 2Ds, yeah, not 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 for me, thanks. Uh, you'll have to wait for the review section to hear my opinions on this. Okay. Fatal Frame remains the scariest game that I've played. Uh, I'm not sure about games that aren't weren't intended to be scary. I suppose the original Doom, which is these days you wouldn't think was very very scary with its pixelated monsters and that, I I've always found it very very difficult. Uh, to play the levels involving flickering lights right. where you go into a zone and the lights just flickering and there's probably those big pink pig type monsters going <laughs> around there I can't do that I, I would rather not play the game than that but I agree with you Simon I just I don't feel I saw I went to see uh, Blade Runner the other I night I saw that Steve yeah have you, you seen it yeah I've seen it yeah what do you think uh, I thought it was too long Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. But apart from that. I, I mean, beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, visually and um, yeah, everything else. I thought it was an absolute I really, work of art. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It was too long, but everything's too, too long. long these days. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Anyway, I went to see Blade Runner. And there was a trailer for the new Saw film beforehand. Ugh, no and I thought, thanks. why? Why would you go and. And the trailer was just <laughs> like people. Putting, being put in very uncomfortable situations. <laughs> that's the synopsis, is it? That's, that's, that's the Amazon review. That's what it says on IMDb. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Uh, I just don't get it. Don't get it. All right, is that... That's, that's it. it. We only had three this week. Oh, oh, that's no good, is it? No. If you want to write to us, uh, a radio show about video games... If you want to write to us, you can do so by emailing team at onelifeleft.com. Excellent. Let's have another piece of music, shall we? This is the one I've left from Residence 104.4 FM. This song is called Chased by Running Chupacabra. It's by Son of a Bit. It's 
from chipmusic.org. It's a shame that the um, listeners were uh, had to be subjected to that chip tune music, Anne, wasn't it? Because we were just <laughs> chatting about Blade. It was like commode of mayo in here, wasn't it? It was. We were wasn't chatting it? about Blade Runner. Very sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, very sophisticated <gasps> chat. Do you know how much popcorn is at the at the Leicester Square View? No, I don't. Go on. Ten pounds ninety nine pence. Shut up! It how is? big? I don't know because I didn't get it. I went up to Sainsbury's and got myself a bag of one pound forty nine. Illegal, is it? You you're guys allowed to consume. I'm talking about being old men quite a lot recently, <laughs> and know now why that you're is? just living it. Do you know why that is? Because you're old men. Yeah, all right. How's your switch? It's it's very it's very grey. It is grey, isn't it? Mine has nothing to do with my Surprise age. you can. Well, you say that. If, I mean, if I you do were, say that. If you were a younger person, I don't think you'd be happy with having a switch that isn't very vaporwave. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's why we like the neon one, Steve. Because it, it, it's you know, the, young, it's the only well, way. The you older can that you young. get, the, the more that you do, that you like spicy food, don't you? A strong <laughs> taste. And so, what we want is something garish, it's you know, true. Just, just to make ourselves feel alive. Very good. <sighs> All right, should we do reviews? Yep. What have you been playing this week, Scanters? Well, I was currently playing Petros. You mean you literally were? Yeah. What puzzle number are you on now? Uh, so I've only got one level till the end. I'm not going to go off it because I don't want to lose it. Really? How many? How, how big are you, Chris? So I'm on the last lot of 15 by 15. So okay. I've got... I'm on the puzzle before the one with no hints. Okay. Uh, and then the next level that I go on to is the final level, and that is the 15 by 20s. Final level of the whole game? Yeah. Okay, they go up and to 30 by 30 in that one what? I reviewed last week. Until we get on to Mega Picross, which I haven't tried yet because it looks confusing. Right. And I've already been confused. Okay. Okay. Um, so this continues to be great. Really enjoying it. 7 out of 10. Uh, the other game I have been playing on Switch is a scary game because it's the run-up to Halloween and it's called Don't Knock Twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I started playing it, um, and the first time I tried to play it... Did it, you buy this, or was the code provided by the publisher? I bought it. Did you? Interesting. Yeah. Why, why did you buy that out of all uh, those games Because I week? was like, oh, it's nearly Halloween. Right. I'll play a scary game. So then I... Um, first time I tried to play it, um, the controls didn't work. The second time I tried to that play it... That is quite scary, though. Yeah, second time I tried to play it, I managed to walk up the walls, and I was like, this game is really weird and eerie, but I can't get it to do anything. So I was like, Matt, can you just... so restarted it all was like Matt can you just try again Matt's, Matt's been dead for years yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it turns out yeah it was just broken the first two times that I tried to play it I heard this that um, it was in urgent need of a patch yeah so I finally got a, actually into playing it um, and I had the sound on this time and so it goes don't knock twice and then um, there's the sound of two knocks and I was like well you've ruined it haven't you like you've knocked twice <laughs> and it specifically says don't knock twice right. uh, and then you get into it and you're in a spooky house and you throw it you're like uh, so you're a woman and there's a another there's like a girl in the house and it turns out you're her mother and there's stuff in there to do with addiction and she was given up when she was young and and um people knocking on windows and it's really dark it's so dark that we had to turn up the brightness to 200 percent in order to be able to see anything Ooh. which doesn't seem great um and then every now and then you'll turn a corner and oh it's a bit scary um and i finally figured out what i was supposed to be doing um I went into a room and there was a big like pentagram on the floor and get these objects and then some they go and hang over the pentagram and that was fine and I just got a bit bored. I wasn't very I wasn't scared enough. 
I want, I'm like, well, if I want to be scared, then I want to be really scared. I didn't find the story super interesting. It's just, yeah, I don't know, just didn't. And then I found out it used to be in VR, and I bet it was more scary in VR because it's probably pitch black. And then every, every now and then, whoo, like right in front of you. Right. So that's probably a bit scary. But um, yeah, I, I got two of the objects out of about five, I think, and just, just couldn't do all this. So I went back to playing P-Cross again. Happy days. Seven out of ten. All right, Simon, what have you been playing? Well, I was really enjoying the Flame of the Flood. Uh, got to the sixth area, which was Ooh. great. I was really enjoying that. And then I um, loaded up Judge, uh, sent to us by previous guests. Started playing that briefly. It's great. Seven out of ten was enjoying it. Uh, and then I got a code for a game I can't talk about this week. And it nearly made me cry. Interesting. We're back next week for that. In fact, you won't be here, though. I won't be yeah. here. Right. I'll be playing that game. Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying because the embargo's tomorrow. Is it? It is, yeah. I know. So, yeah, tune in next week to find out what that game is and what it's like. (laughs) It will be 7 out of 10. Exciting. Uh, I've been playing Neon Chrome, which is also by 10 Mm. tons. Um, Now, I believe Judge is a reinvention of Neon Neon Chrome, but to remove all the roguelike elements. It is. So it's a top-down shooter. Now, we talked to Ten Tons uh, on the show before, and we talked about their games as well, and their strategy seems to be uh, produce stuff, a lot of stuff, uh, and make it all themselves as well. I don't believe they use middleware to make these games. Right. I think that is the case. They work on their own engine, which which apparently speeds up the process, the turnaround for them. It's not dependent on other people. And maybe that isn't still the case, but either way... um, I was not expecting great things from Neon Chrome. Like, I was expecting it to be a functional uh, top-down sort of shooter. But it's, it's pleasantly surprised me. It's really, you know, there's a lot to it. You are in a dystopian future, as you might imagine you are, and you're going through a skyscraper, I think, which is Neon and Chrome. Okay. Top-down, you jack in to a series of different characters. You get a choice of three at the start of every level. Each has different stats. Uh, so one of them might be able to hide in the shadows, or one of them might have a shield, or one of them might have a, I don't know, be able to hack, stuff like that. Um, and you play as far through the level or the game as you can with that character, during which you accrue currency, and when you die, you come back and you spend that currency on improvements. And then you have another crack with a different character, and this time, because you've spent your currency on improvements, you'll be able to get further, ideally. It's really nicely executed, I think. There's a lot of nice touches to it. Really nice um, text I found in the game as well. Uh, generally surprised that it's that good. It's, fa- it's it's a solid 7 out of 10. I think that's it. I think I've been playing Picross again every time I've got a moment. 7 out of 10 for that as well. Done. Done. Done well, that. Done. We rattled through it. We've got the show done early. Look, we've got we uh, seven minutes to spare. Off. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right. I, I'll put on a bit of music and then we'll be back to close up the show.
we were just... <laughs> it's hard to explain. This is called Sorry for the Long Track Title, Here's a Potato. It's by Do Not Run With Pixels. Oh, we had some funny names tonight. We have had some funny names tonight. I went to Sweden. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. I went to... <laughs> It was good. Uh, we did karaoke out there. Lots of strong singers in Sweden. There really are, sort yeah. of good version, very definitive version of Let It Go that night. Um, but thank you to all of the organisers of Sweden Game Conference. We had really, really fun time out there. I hope we get to come again next year. What's next on our um, visits? Oh, Dundee. We're off to oh, yeah. Dundee to do, uh, to do the IGDA event up there. Who's going with you? I think Robert Wells. Ooh. Yeah, they'll be lucky if they get him, won't they? Yeah. Oh, it's going to sound great, isn't it? Yeah. It sounds so beautiful. Uh, but looking forward to that. And then I think that's it for Mariaki for the year. Did you see the pictures of the Brighton loading bar, by the way? I've seen uh, a couple of shots of a couple of friends she there. Looks nice, down We should go. Mm. I thought we were going to. Did that conversation just fizzle out? I don't know. I think we were supposed to talk about it on Friday, but I was, I'd was i been drinking all day. And, yeah, I, and, and, and Anne didn't show up, yeah. so there was no yeah. one to sort of knock us into into shape and sort of get, you know, get on with the business. Uh, didn't happen, did it? No. So who knows? Maybe we should just turn up. Mm. <laughs> we could do, couldn't we? Well, I can't this Friday because I'm going to be playing Mario Odyssey. Mario. It's Mario Odyssey Day. Modesty. Yeah. Are you getting it, Anne? Do you know, I just shut down the tab on my computer when I had it open. So I was looking into buying it and okay. then I went, I'll do that later. Right. Just shut it down. So maybe I should get it. No, you should get I just get it, it on the store? If I were you, I would throw that switch in the bin and get the new no. li- limited edition red um, oh, Joy-Con. I don't What's need different? to be defined yeah. by the colour so of my Joy-Cons. So is it the same red that's on... It's not, no, it's, it's actual red. It's not neon. It's yeah, Mario Red. It's Mario Red. It looks lovely. Are they both red? Yes. Um, I know. They're clever, um, aren't they, Nintendo? We're going to end up with so many Joy-Cons, <laughs> aren't we? Uh, so I thought what I might do on Friday is have a Mario party. Oh. For those people who've got it. Interesting. I thought we could all go, we could all, we could hang around in the same room and play it separately and all sort of eat pizza and stuff that's a really lovely idea you can't come i can no i can't come uh but yeah does that sound nice yeah that sounds like a great what idea are, what are you doing on friday well i don't I, I don't know i don't genuinely don't know if this is an sounds invitation like excuses. or if this is like yeah, it's an invitation should oh. we have a mario party yeah sure what subject to availability yeah basically <laughs> it's always the way isn't it um any other business i think uh, i think we've covered everything that we needed to Apart from the fact that we need a guest for next week, otherwise it's going to be just me and Anne talking about Mario. Yeah. But if you want to hear that, then don't come on the show. <laughs> if you don't want to hear that, then do. You should probably get Mario then. Yeah, you, you, you absolutely should. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not certain that you can get it if you order it now. Really? I, I, don't, I don't know that, but... Well, that's going to be fun to find out. You'd, well, in fact, Anne, you can join the listeners in listening to me talk about Mario for an hour next Monday. Brilliant. Brilliant. Please, if you want to come on the show next week, team at onelifeleft.com. Just we write could probably in. get Bithel back, couldn't he? He put subsurface oh, circular yeah. out on iPad today. That'd be good. Bithel could be me. And then he did an acronym that I had to Google. Um, what he was said that? AFK. Uh, and then he asked people to keep retweeting. Away from keyboard. It was, yeah. You right. know that one? I don't know that one, it's no. a classic. Is it? Hmm. Pause. Do you know what I saw the other day? <laughs> what? I, I am VHO. In your very humble yeah, opinion. Yeah, which I liked. Uh, 
I like because it's it's even more passive aggressive. Yeah. So I've I've upped the stakes. I'm going for an IMVV. <laughs> right. Don't know where it'll stop. Doesn't matter now because we've all got 280 characters. So spend them all whatever we want. I don't yet. But Simon's got a hack for it apparently. I did. Yeah. If you, there's a uh, there's a Chrome extension where you just click that, and then click on that. You can do 280 characters for as much as you like, as long as it's within 280 characters. I haven't been on Twitter for ages. Uh, yeah, that's probably for the best. It's an absolute dump. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. It really is. But it, if you want, you can follow One Life Left <laughs> or sing Mariochi. Yeah. And we'll be there. Right. Remember when Twitter was Game of the Year? Oh, yeah. Who did that? Charlie Brooker. That's right. C. Yeah. Brooks. Yeah, he should be eating humble pie right now, shouldn't he? Should it, should we should send him some? Be very expensive humble pie, won't so, it? Given yeah. the amount he's getting from Netflix yeah. for that show he does. He never came on the show, did he? Never did. We asked him. Mm. It's on the list. Oh, well, um, enjoy your travels, Steve, won't you? Thanks. Enjoy next week's monologue. We will. <laughs> we See will. You See you See later. You later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>